This is Servant Marcia Carney with Escape to Heaven. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. And He's calling me to the heavenly. Be seated in heavenly places, just like heaven, just like heaven on earth. To be walking in His favor and graces, just like heaven, just like heaven on earth. Good morning. Good morning, Tallahassee. It's Monday morning, October 9th, and it's after astonishing news that we have received concerning Israel. You're listening to Wave 94.1, Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ. And I'm coming to you today, Servant Marcia, speaking about Escape. I am sure this morning that there are many, many people in Israel that would like to escape. But the question becomes, how do you escape destiny? How do you escape the word of God that has been issued prophetically so many years ago? Uh, I was drawn to the word of God this morning, uh, starting at Isaiah, the 48th chapter. And um, it starts out with, hear ye, O house of Jacob, which are called by the name of Israel, and I come forth out of the waters of Judah, which swear by the name of the Lord and make mention of the God of Israel, but not in truth or in righteousness. For they call themselves of the holy city. They stay themselves under the God of Israel. The Lord of hosts is his name. And the Lord said to Isaiah the prophet that I have declared the former things from the beginning they went forth out of my mouth, and I showed them, I did them suddenly, and they came to pass. Now, when I hear that, that kind of reminds me of May uh, 1948, when Israel became a nation suddenly. And then it says, but because uh, I knew that thou art obstinate, and that means rebellious people, and that your neck is stiff uh, as iron, and your brow is fast. I have even from the beginning declared it to thee before it came to pass. I showed it, lest they should say, my idol showed them, and their graven image and their molten image had commanded them. But thou hast heard, see all this, and will not ye declare it? I've showed you new things from this time, even hidden things, and thou did not know them. They are created now and not from the beginning, even before the day when you heard them not, lest you should say, oh, I already knew it. So God is letting us know that what we're seeing in the news today, uh, there's no need for us to uh, exclaim or be surprised because why? The Lord has told us all of this from the very beginning. And he's saying the same thing to the prophet Isaiah. And he said uh, they wouldn't hear him. They didn't know it. And from the time that thine ear was not open, for I knew that thy was that you would deal with me very treacherously and was called a transgressor from the womb. So the Lord is saying that Israel has always been a transgressor. But for my namesake, will I defer anger 
and for my praise will I refrain for thee, that I cut thee not off. Behold, I have refined thee, but not with silver. I have chosen thee in the furnace of affliction for my own sake, even for my own sake will I do it, because should my name be polluted. This is God speaking to the prophet Isaiah about Israel. And he's saying, I will not give my glory uh, unto another. So hearken unto me, O Jacob and Israel, my called. I am he, I am the first, I also am the last. So all of this concern that we're having about Israel, in some ways, we're this is out of our ballpark. Of course, I would encourage all of us to pray for Israel. Um, but remember, they are called, they are chosen, they belong to the creator of heaven and earth. And they are living through a period of time that they are really forced to live through. Over in Daniel, uh, ninth chapter, when it came unto Daniel, he realized that uh, Israel had finished the 70 years uh, in Babylon. And he set his face unto the Lord God, and he started praying. And, as, and I just want you to listen to the prayer that Daniel made. See, this is how you pray when you really want to escape. And uh, Daniel said, O Lord, and we're at the fourth verse, the great and dreadful God, keeping the covenant and mercy to them that love him and to them that keep his commandments. We have sinned and have committed iniquity and have done wickedly and have rebelled, even departing from thy precepts and from thy judgments. If you've been to Israel, which I have, you can see that as a whole, many of the people are not following the ways of God. O Lord, righteousness belongeth unto thee, but unto us confusion of face. As to the men of Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and unto all Israel that are near and that are far off throughout all the countries where, Lord, you drove them to because of what? Our trespasses. And they have trespassed against thee. This is Daniel praying unto the Lord. O Lord, to us belong this confusion. O Lord, God, belong mercies and forgiveness, even though we've rebelled against you. All Israel have transgressed your law, departing that they may not obey your voice. Therefore, the curse is poured upon us and the oath that is written in the law of Moses, the servant of God, because why? We have sinned against you. Now, you've confirmed your words, you spared, you know, he, he spoke against us, against our judges, by bringing unto us a great evil. For under the whole heaven have not been done as it has been done upon Jerusalem. As it is written in the law of Moses, all this evil has come upon us. Therefore hath the Lord watched upon the evil and brought it upon us, for the Lord our God is righteous and all his works which he doeth. So we did not obey his voice. This is Daniel many thousands of years ago praying unto God. And now he says, O Lord, according to all thy righteousness, I beseech you, let not your anger and your fury be turned away. Let it be turned away, your anger and your fury from your city, Jerusalem, the holy mountain, because for our sins, the iniquities of our fathers, Jerusalem and the peoples are become a reproach. 
So he's saying to the Lord, Lord, turn away from your anger and fury and hear the prayer of your servant and his supplication and cause your face to shine upon your sanctuary that is now desolate. Oh my God, incline thine ear and hear, open thine eyes and behold the desolations and the city which is called by thy name for we do not present our supplications before thee for our righteousness before your great mercies. And that's where we are today. We are beseeching the Lord to have mercy upon Israel. O Lord, hear. O Lord, forgive. O Lord, hearken and do. And don't defer. You know, quickly, Lord God, deliver your city and your people. And I am agreeing that Daniel was correct. He was begging the Lord. He was beseeching the Lord. He was praying, asking God to have mercy upon Israel because they had completed the 70 years of living in Babylon and now they could return. And I'm given this biblical background because I'm also going to look at today's commentary of what we're seeing happening in Israel because I know that there are people in Israel right now that would like to escape. But, you know, can you or I escape the reality of our lives, our destiny, our consequences? We can look unto Jesus, amen, for forgiveness and right standing with God. But will we escape? If we go over to Ezekiel, the 12th chapter, where the Lord is saying to the prophet Ezekiel, you dwell in the midst of a rebellious house. They have eyes to see, but they can't see. They have ears to hear, but they can't hear. Why? Because they are rebellious people, a rebellious house. So the Lord had him to do a sign showing that he was escaping um, in front of them. And But as, as, as Ezekiel performed this sign, and it's Ezekiel, the 12th chapter, the third verse, prepare your stuff for removal, remove by day in their sight. And then um, they shall remove from thy place to another place in their sight. Because why? They're rebellious. And this is what the Lord told prophet Ezekiel to say to Israel. He says, um, they shall remove and go into captivity. And he would spread a net upon Israel. He would be taken into a snare. And he would bring him to Babylon, which we just saw Daniel pray because they did go into captivity for 70 years into Babylon. And Ezekiel prophesied it as well. And we saw where Daniel prayed. And um, the Lord also said that he would scatter Israel toward every wind that are all about him. And uh, that a sword would be drawn out because why Israel needs to understand that he is the Lord. He's the one that scattered them among the nations and the countries, okay? And even though he left a few of them from the sword and from famine and from pestilence, that they may declare all their abominations among the heathen, whither they come, and they shall know that I am the Lord. And here's what the word of God said to Ezekiel. Son of man, eat your bread with quaking, drink your water with trembling and carefulness. Because the Lord had a plan to punish his people. Yet God also 
you know, uh, had a plan to restore them. And we heard Daniel in faith pray. Um, the Lord said that, and again, going back to Ezekiel, the 20th chapter, because the Israelites despised God's judgments and would not walk in his statues, but polluted the Sabbaths because their heart was not with God. Their heart were with their idols. We have idols today that we worship. Sports as idols. You can take it to the point where you do not honor the Lord. A lot of us honor money, you know. Um, we're not Israelites, but the Israelites are not permitted to actually work on, on the Sabbath, but I'm sure they do. Anyway, let's just stay focused on the Word of God. Ezekiel, the 20th chapter, verse number 17. Nevertheless, mine eyes spared them from destroying them, said the Lord. I never did make an end of them, even in the wilderness. But once they were out of the wilderness, he even said to them, I am the Lord your God. Walk in my statutes, keep my judgments, and do them. Honor my Sabbath. And that shall be the sign between the Lord and the Israelites, that you may know I am the Lord your God. But again, Ezekiel 20th chapter, he said, Notwithstanding, the children rebelled against me. They walked not in my statutes, did not keep my judgments. Uh, they don't even believe in God's way of life. They pollute the Sabbaths. And he said, I will pour out my fury upon them. If you go to Israel today, you will see that the bulk of the people in Israel are not following the statutes of the Lord. And there's a reason for that, and that's what we're going to look at a little bit later. So the Lord said uh, he polluted them in their own gifts uh, because why? They worship the other idols. So let's just look at, uh, before we go any further, let's look at what's going on in Israel today right now because what we see is the Israeli and the Palestinians, and we know that on May 14, 1948, uh, God brought all his people back together, and the Israel, the country, the nation of Israel was established in one day. Um, immediately, the Arabs um, attacked them, similar to even what we saw happen recently the past couple of days. Um, and even in the Bible, it says how uh, she would go into labor, give birth before the pains come upon her. She delivers a son who has ever heard of such a thing, who has ever seen such a thing. Can a country be born in a day or a nation brought forth in a moment? And uh, that's also in Isaiah, the 66th chapter. And so what happened is the Lord spoke the uh, the country of Israel into existence in one day. And the Arabs boast that they will push the Jews into the seas. And this, um, the uh, Arabs uh, told the Palestinian Arabs to leave while they removed the Jews from the land. But in another miracle, Israelis were able to repel the invaders. So, now we have a big issue, and it's called the Palestinian refuge problem because when this went down initially, uh, when all of this new country was created, uh, Egypt, Jordan, Iraq, Lebanon, Syria, they attacked it, Israel, and that's how that refugee problem was created. 
about 820,000 Jewish refugees were expelled from the Arab countries, the Arab countries that went to war with Israel. Many of these Jewish uh, refugees have roots going back to thousands of years. They were forced to leave everything. So now today, like I was stating, if you go to Israel, you'll see there's not as much adherence to the covenant that they have with the Lord. But there's a reason for it, because the Jewish population is mixed with Jews from Arab countries, Jews from Europe, America, and the rest of the world. So what does that mean? Well, that means that um, we have Jews that are not followers of uh of the covenant God of Jehovah. Um, there were about 711,000 Palestinian refugees in September 1949. But however, as of today, their descendants number close to 5 million. So if Israel were to absorb these 5 million descendants, then and, and, and the, the Jewish people themselves only represent 6 million. Um, and they already have 2 million Arab citizens already there. So if they become like one and absorb them, there would literally be 7 million Arabs and only 6 million Jews. So that's why you see all the conflict that we're seeing today. Can they escape? I mean, it's almost like you're trying to, they're trying to escape from themselves. Uh, and that's on both sides. The Palestinians were there even when um, the Israelites were forced to go to the Babylon uh, with King Nebuchadnezzar. Well, someone stayed in the country, in the land, and who was it? It was the Palestinians during that period. So I don't know a lot. But the little bit that I know is that God himself said in Joshua, the third chapter, this is how you will know that the living God is among you and that he will certainly drive out before you the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Hivites, the Parasites, the Gergakish, the Amorites, the Jebusites. God promised that that land would be set free for the Israelites. So the Palestinian refugees today, really most of them are not actual Palestinian. They're like immigrant, they're migrant workers that came from many countries like Egypt, Syria, Lebanon, Sudan, Algeria, Libya. And so what has happened is we now have a lot of actual Arabs that live in this Israeli country that we're looking at today. I guess at the end of it all, I don't want to get so historical. I want to stay focused on the word of God. And I think at the end of it all, Jesus is a good one for us to look at because remember when he was with his disciples, he said, I must eat. And, and he was talking about, he met the Samaritan woman and Samaritan people are also the Palestinians, and, um, you know, he 
let her know that there's coming a time when we will worship God in spirit and truth. And that's what, that's where we are now. Um, we are, we have to become one people, right? Meaning the Israelites, the Palestinian, eventually we will under Jesus. Uh, Hebrews, uh, the eighth chapter talks about how we have a high priest that's set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens. And um, this high priest that he is, which is Jesus, he offered or he obtained a more excellent ministry by because he is the mediator of a better covenant, which is established upon better promises because the first covenant did not work. It didn't work because no one kept it. <laughs> so anyway, the point is God now has a new covenant that the Palestinians, the Jews, Israelites, the Gentiles, all of us, you know, we, we can escape. We can escape to this new covenant that Jesus brought. And the new covenant is that he will write, he will put his laws in our minds. He will write them in our hearts. And that way he will be our God and we will be his people. And no one need teach us why, because the Holy Spirit will teach us. And God will be merciful to the unrighteous and our sins and iniquities he will remember no more. In that a new covenant, he has made the first one old. So what we're seeing happening in, in Israel today, this has to happen as we're moving into the end of days. And I'm going to stop there. I know I gave a lot of little historical tidbits, and I also tried to show you prophetically that we're right on track. Jesus is coming back. I beseech you, men and women of God, and anyone that has not yet accepted Jesus, that you receive him in your heart. And today I will pray, Lord God, I ask you to look down upon all of us as we're looking around in wonderment as we see the fulfillment of the prophetic words that was released thousands of years ago. And Lord, we ask you to keep us and to enable us to receive your covenant, enable us to receive Jesus Christ as our Messiah, enable us to have faith, Lord God, to believe and to confess Hebrews uh, over Romans, Lord, where it says, if I confess with my mouth and believe in my heart, that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, raised from the dead by the power of God. I will be saved. Lord, I ask you to release salvation to the Israelites, Lord, concurrently with everything that's going on in Israel and all throughout the world, Lord, enable them to be able to see and hear and receive your word. In Jesus' mighty name I pray. Men and women of God, listeners to this radio program, I love you, but God loves you so much more. And understand that the Lord told us all of this was would happen, but now we must choose. As, as God said before to the Israelites, I lay before you, I bring heaven and earth to show that I lay before you today life and death, blessings and cursings. And I implore you to receive the blessing that God released through the Abrahamic line, the blessing to all mankind, and that is Jesus Christ the Savior, the Lord himself, manifest in flesh, Emmanuel. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Be blessed. May God be with you. Can't wait to see you next week. Bye.